0: Get,
1: I want to get married. Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday and welcome to Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old
2: and something new.
1: It's time to listen to your Your I I Do Do Crew. So we are in 2020 and I keep seeing all these online about the roaring 20s and, you know, 20s are coming back, which is really exciting. And so we found a great list from the knot of top wedding twin wedding twins.
2: Wedding Twins.
1: (laughs) Wedding Twins. Top Wedding Twins of 2020. There's too many W's in that sentence.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) And nicely packaged for the theme, there are 20 trends that The Knot is projecting. Yes. And I know last year we had gotten lists from The Knot and Wedding Wire, but in this last year, they combined. So now Mm there's just one organization, which I forgot. What do they call themselves now? Pro. Wedpro. Wedpro. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. And I will say, happily, going into 2020, that I know that um, Weddings for the Ages did win both the Couples' Choice and Best of Weddings Award, so I'm pumped about that.
2: Yeah, congrats.
1: Thank you. Did you pick up both? I did. Excellent. Excellent. So we can congratulate ourselves a little bit there.
2: I know. I'm curious when they're going to combine them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they said that they were planning on keeping both sites running because they have really distinct communities. Um <sighs> So that's I think no. it's just so they can keep collecting advertising dollars from us for both, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, yeah. There's the. <laughs>
2: They're like, we just want your money.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But you know, they 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 are pretty good. Um, they do good things. They they have great tools. Oh totally. And they do put out some great information. And like I said, this. This top wedding trends of twenty twenty. So we're gonna give our impressions, our breakdowns, and, mm-hmm. and our responses. And you know, I always I always laugh every time we do one of these because I think about those like YouTube reaction videos. Like,
2: yes, that could be us.
1: It could, it could be us. We got we <laughs> got to get our our video channel running, right?
2: Yeah, we could do like a Facebook Live while we do the podcast. <laughs> that could <actually laughs> be kind of
1: funny. It'd be the cheesiest thing ever. It would be. It'd be cute though. But so the first one, I actually, I really love this first trend that they put on here, green vibes. Mm -hmm. I am such a hippy, dippy, tree-hugging guy that this one makes me so happy. The upcycling, zero waste, reducing carbon footprint. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so good.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I liked that they even said just resetting a family stone or heirloom engagement ring. You know, different things like that where it's like, A lot of people, um, you know, have grandma's ring or they they have something like that. But, yeah, just the resetting it Mm -hmm. and and making it more modern, I was like, that is really unique. You know, you're you're reusing that that stone, that diamond, whatever it is. So I, I really liked that as well.
1: Yeah, it's cool. And you can do so many unique things by going green in that mm-hmm. way. One of the things they talked about was uh, sourcing locally grown food or hiring vendors who are also really committed to sustainability.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was great.
1: Which we always say, always say support local vendors. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, number two, what do you think about micro weddings?
2: I So I know of two venues close to us that, that do um, – micro weddings i feel like it's Mm -hmm. becoming a bigger thing one one venues in um like ann arbor and then one venues in um grand rapids um and they've they've both done it so i can say that i feel like it's kind of starting to catch on here a little bit um Mm -hmm. i don't think it's a bad idea per se the problem that i have with at least the ones locally is that you have um like a time slot and mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, you know, three hour thing. Like they'll do the ceremony, they'll do the, you know, like the photos and then the cake cut, it's like all really small. So it's not only is mm-hmm. it a small amount of people, but it's like a small version of your day. Like, you know, just kind of like broken down. And, and a lot of them have it where they have certain vendors that you have to use. Cause it's like, they're just pumping them out like one after one. Oh. So, so that kind of throws me off a little bit because i on here. They talk about like you can personalize it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I love the idea of having a smaller wedding, um, mm-hmm. but to, to have it where it's like the micro weddings at the venues. To me, I, I just struggle with that because you're using the same backdrop as how many other couples. And yeah, yeah was, I don't know. It's like all the same. So. I struggle yeah. with this one because I, I think it's a good step in the right direction. Because for so mm-hmm. long, everything's been so big. Wedding parties have been so big, and yeah. like guest counts have been really big. And when mm-hmm. I get smaller wedding parties and different, it's like a breath of fresh air. Even just like when people say their wedding's like a hundred people, I'm like, oh, that's really nice.
1: Yeah, I have a couple of weddings coming up that have um, either just a you know just a best man, maid of honor. And then, you know, less than 50 guests or not even any wedding party and, Mm -hmm. you know, a real small number of guests. And I've got a bunch of them that are between 50 and 100 this year. So I'm definitely seeing it trending smaller versus, like you said, the 300 guest wedding or something like that. Yes. And and the cool thing about micro weddings and specifically this trend they're talking about, they say like less than 40 guests. So really, Mm -hmm. really small. Mm -hmm. And they did say that since you're not planning for 200, you can spend more on, you know, favors and catering and whatnot for those people to really make those who are closest to you feel the, you know, the, you, you can up-level the experience for them. Totally. Yeah. But I hadn't, I hadn't heard about the, the package deal with the venues before. That's interesting. I hadn't run into that. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, I guess I'm not the vendor that they're using, so I wouldn't have, huh?
2: (laughs) I'm not either. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, are, there's well, there's that one little like a like a drive-through chapel in downtown Toledo, and mm-hmm. I imagine that's going to be so got to be something very similar.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure.
1: Where you just get your package deal?
2: Yep. Do you want one, two, or three?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. Now, and speaking of number three, the next one on the list for the trend, and this is so so funny, uh, magical mysticism. And I laugh so hard because I just watched um the Colbert report last night and he was talking mm-hmm. about the Gwyneth Paltrow, the latest goop thing. Can you can look it up online, I'm sure. Um but talking about adding spiritually mysticism vibes to the wedding, crystals, saging, all those things. What do you what do you think about that?
2: Uh, um, like if it's you, then like you do you. Um mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I guess I haven't really seen it like done really big, so I can't really judge like the the full effects. So, yeah, like the
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. It, it was talking about like the there's like sage on this table. There's a bunch of like candles. There's a bunch of crystals. It was talking about yeah, like guests getting crystals. I mm-hmm. if that's if that's like your vibe and that's like the people you're gonna be around, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like if a lot of your like wedding guests got like a crystal or like a bundle of sage or something, they, they wouldn't know not around here, yeah. you know, around mm-hmm. here they wouldn't know. They'd be like, okay. Like they wouldn't know what to do Thanks. with it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think you have to like know your crowd and, mm-hmm. um, I, I could see it like in California or, you know, like I, I, mm-hmm. in Ohio, I don't know it, maybe it'll catch on if, if that's your thing, but
1: mm-hmm it could well and i like i said i've seen the rise of all the you know essential oils and you know um reiki healing things and stuff like that and this is what they talk about you know aura you can have an aura photo booth which all right cool um i I literally
2: don't know what that means. like it will take because your aura is supposed to be different colors so i'm assuming that it generates i don't know i'm trying to figure out this photo booth and what it means it's literally driving me
1: crazy. <laughs> so, so this probably wouldn't be for you then. But um yeah, I mean you could have you could have a, a Reiki cleanser there or you could have a, you know, somebody doing aura cleaning. So, that would be that would be interesting. But no, I haven't I haven't seen much of this either. Um I could see it I could see couples doing things with their unity feature that could yeah, be in that's this true. mysticism way, but no, I haven't seen it on a large scale. No.
2: Oh, I'm Googling the aura photo booth and it, and it is it like, it takes, <laughs> it takes pictures. Um, and, and there's like a, almost like a watercolor like circle or something behind you. Um, and like hmm. some of these people's it's like, yellow with like a little bit of green like there's one where it's like um blue with some green and like some purples in there so it's like taking and it's like in front if it like if you think of like smoke or something being like in front of you it almost looks like that so it's not like a clear photo hmm. it had like you see yourself but it's like that's all around you it's actually kind of cool i'm not gonna lie Hmm. interesting i had to i had to google it i'm like so visual <laughs> i was like i kinda need to see what this looks like
1: maybe that can be a new uh a new offering for you in the next year, Aura Photography.
2: Yeah, I should open one. That would be great.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so this next one, Inclusive Menus. Now, that seems like something that isn't a trend so much as just like good sense. Being
2: considerate. Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
2: Right? I, I struggle with this. Yeah, because it says vegetarian, no problem. Vegan with a nut allergy, we got you. And it's like, yeah, like a lot of places I feel like already accommodate those things like if Mm -hmm. if your guest tells you I feel like yeah like you're gonna pass it along and say hey Mm -hmm. like my aunt has a nut allergy so you know keep us like that's just kind of I don't know
1: (laughs) it just makes sense it's just good sense it,
2: it makes sense to me yeah like that one for me I don't really see it as inclusive as much as I see it just being like a good host of the day I don't know
1: yeah Absolutely. Well, and they even say, you know, for your guests who don't want to drink, you can have um, non-alcoholic drinks by the bartenders so they can have mocktails too. Mm -hmm. And that that totally makes sense. So, yeah, that one, I've seen that a fair amount, you know, every time I go to And again, for me, it hits home because I have celiac. So, we always ask for gluten-free. And, you know, again, lately, people have been very accommodating over that. Last few years have been much better for that.
2: Yeah, I feel like if they can make it happen, they'll make it happen.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this next one, I know we were laughing about, or you were laughing about, <laughs> barrettes and combs. So, so yeah. again, I've never been a barrette person personally. You know, it's not not my gig.
2: <laughs> not your favorite. But
1: hair no, but style. I remember my cousins wearing yeah. them when I was real little.
2: Yeah, I just like picture. I'm sure that they're gorgeous, and yeah, they've got pearls and rhinestones and all kinds of amazing things. I yeah, that's I just picture like the little like really shiny plasticky like different colored ones like in somebody's Mm -hmm. hair i guess i would have to see that again too because combs i get combs combs go in and out of style all the time like i wore a comb for my hair um Mm -hmm. that had like little pearls on it and everything and then we had it on the one side and it was really pretty i don't know i feel like that never really like went away went away because a lot of brides don't want to wear like a tiara so Mm -hmm. um you know that's just kind of a way to jazz up your hair if you don't want like a floral crown or um, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. So, but barrettes kind of, yeah, that threw me for a loop when,
1: <laughs> well, and I think the other thing would be that they would hold themselves in place where I feel like a lot of times tiaras and stuff have to be pinned up to high heaven
2: Mm-hmm.
1: where a barrette literally like is to keep your hair in place. Yes.
2: So, and it could be cute. Like if you have shorter hair, like I, I can see it. Uh, like I said, if it's got the right details and things, I can totally see it, but I don't feel like it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see
1: it. Yeah, but I feel like I haven't seen that hit here in Ohio yet. No. That's probably one that's moving in from the coast, moving inward. I've definitely seen a lot of tiaras this year. Tiara, mm-hmm. tiara. Uh,
2: both. Yeah.
1: Potato, potato.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we're still seeing a lot of those. So we'll, we're looking for this one to come in into the the glorious Midwest. Yes. All right. So now, trending hues. So. A color in 2020. So excited about this. (laughs) (laughs) I forget, what was it? What was this year's Pantone color?
2: It's a blue. I can't think of the color. Let me look it up. Um, It's
1: like a real like, but it's like a real middle of the road blue, isn't it?
2: Yes. Yeah. It's It's like a super
1: bluey blue. Oh yeah.
2: Classic blue. So yeah, if you (laughs) just envision middle of the road blue, it is literally called classic blue. So there you go.
1: I'm just see. I'm just gonna have like Eiffel 65 stuck in my head all year. I'm blue. Da 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 Yep, absolutely. And for any of you who are listening to this, you know, 20 years down the road, you'll be like, "What was that?" It's an oldie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but they're they're talking about how um, adding big color pops, and they're calling for colors like neo mint. Um, I can't even pronounce some of these. Millennial pink. Not quite pink, not quite purple, yellow, a mellow. All right, come on. Are these really colors? Are are, are they trolling me or are these really colors?
2: I think that they're really colors. Um, The one that's not quite pink, not quite purple, I don't know how to pronounce it. If it's Cassis, um, Mm -hmm. I, I have heard somebody use that. I didn't know what it meant. I just was like, oh, cool. That sounds awesome. And I literally didn't know what it was. So if it's not quite pink and not quite purple. I don't know what it is Hmm. I'm struggling with that um yeah I I'm really pumped about color because I feel like things have been so muted for so long the blushes Mm -hmm. the people where they have their bridesmaids in really light colors um Mm -hmm. it's been it's been really like light and I'm really ready for pumps of like pops Mm -hmm. of color in there like I feel like that's it's time it's definitely time for that to to come mm-hmm. back. And yeah, like the photo that they have, the bridesmaids are in like bright yellow dresses. Like it's gorgeous. So yeah. I'm, I'm pumped for that.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. And I've noticed the same thing. It's either been really muted on the light side. So super, like you said, a yeah. blush or it's been so, so, so dark where yeah. it's been the, the dark burgundy or the navy yeah. or the super dark green. Yeah. Nothing really, um, I don't want to say flashy, but nothing that pops.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that'll be good this year.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited.
1: Which will go with the next trend, which is, and I love their, I love their title for this. It's lit. <laughs> it's lit. It's
0: so good.
1: So <laughs> good lighting, and and again, they're going over all the different things. And again, we're really seeing this in a lot of our favorite venues. Yes. Um. The the hanging Edison bulbs, hanging tube lighting, LED bars, ground lighting, up lighting. So many different ways to to create those. It's so neat. And strings of fairy lights. That's something that I haven't seen here locally. Um,
2: I've seen it like, oh gosh, where have I seen it? God, the the thing that comes to mind is mason jars, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, but I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen it like people have done it like on their cake table where it's like under the um, uh, the like tablecloth oh, and like the like tool. The tool? because yeah. they don't catch on fire because they're so like fairy lights can be on, like it doesn't affect anything um, mm-hmm. because they don't get hot. So I, I know you can use fairy lights in a lot of places and I'm mm-hmm. like obsessed with, I mean any, like I always tell people don't skimp on your lighting because when it comes to me taking photos at your reception, the more candles you have, the more like overhead lighting you have, the more like up lighting, all that stuff, like it legit shows up in your photos. And mm-hmm um yeah like the led lights are so cool i just had a bride when was it in october that had um her cake table had like an led like heart on the wall and and it was really it was just like dynamic because it was kind of dark over there in that spot and it just Mm -hmm. drew people in like it
1: was really cool that's awesome
2: I know. It made me really excited. I took a buttload of photos of it. It
1: was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And and the, yes. all those lights will just highlight those color pops. So those two really go together well.
2: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. All
1: right. This next one, edible florals. That is such a weird phrase to say.
2: Uh, yeah. And like they show it on a cake and like, that's cool. But like the cake's getting sliced like hundred and fifty different ways, and there's like one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know. There's like twelve flowers on here, and then the ones on top. There's like maybe twenty flowers on this cake. So, like to me, that's just strange because I don't know. I like if if it was like a cupcake, and each of them had like a little flower, and it was edible. Like that's cute, but like the mm-hmm. way that they did this, I'm kind of like okay. Like not everybody would get one. It just seems mm-hmm. like something you could not spend your money on. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Well, and they talk about it, not just being on the cakes, but, mm-hmm. and, and again, this is, this is so interesting to me. Tossed in salads, which I feel like edible florals would just get lost in a big salad.
2: Nazareth does that. Um, oh, do uh, they? Their, their main salad is, um, I do not remember what it is, but it's a salad and they do like a, it's almost like a hibiscus looking like pink flower and they, hmm. they do it on the side and it's completely edible. Hmm. So, but they've been doing that for a long time. So. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if a lot of guests would know that they can eat it per se. Like, that's the thing is like, you'd have to educate people and be like, you'd have to almost have like the menu cards and say like edible mm. flower. Cause I yeah. think people, if it's in an ice cube, they're going to understand. But if it's on mm. top of, you know, if it's with a salad, they're kind of going to be like,
1: huh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just move this garnish.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like they're just going to put it yeah. on the side of their plate and you paid for it. And I don't know.
1: So Yeah. Interesting. So that's, that's an yeah. interesting one. Well, yeah. that'll take a little bit more education. Yeah. So, and then the next one is interesting. So as we're talking about what they're going to be eating, they're going to be sitting at tables.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they're talking about a big trend being remixing the table set, the way that the tables are set up. So instead of doing rounds or or long you know, tables of eight or whatever it is, opting for different settings, like mm-hmm. long winding tables or multiple tables pushed together to create designs. Really interesting idea. And the photo here is very interesting as well. Have you seen this at all? It's
2: getting like, I've seen more of like the farmhouse table, especially if they do mm-hmm. have a wedding party. I'm seeing it more where, you know, they're having everybody sit at more of like a farmhouse style table. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I, for a while it was like the, the sweetheart table and then they'd have like mm-hmm. other tables close by, but they weren't like all the same, you know, the farmhouse table I think is really pretty. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's almost like an S curved design for this table yeah. and then all the chairs are around it and there's all these centerpieces mm-hmm. in the middle that follow it and um and it's really beautiful i haven't seen anything like that i think that mm-hmm. would actually be really cool if you had your like the couple and then the wedding party and then like immediate family and like spouses and everybody sat at like that one that's kind of a mm-hmm. cool way to like include the immediate family and then like they have the rest of the people in this tent like it rounds so I'm I'm curious who the who the winding table is for, but I think something like that would actually be really neat.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. And yeah, this mm-hmm. photo, like you said, the S curve and probably oh what, like fifteen, twenty seats per side. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean it holds quite a bit. If you're gonna do like a like a family style dinner, I can just totally mm-hmm. imagine like passing all that around and including your your family in that whole meal part of it too. Like that's just really I really like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then taking that family style idea one step further, you know, serving yourself the food, the next idea is self-serve refreshments. And this is a really interesting one to me. I have not really seen this and mm-hmm. this almost takes me back to like my frat party days, Um having a wall-mounted dispenser where guests can self-serve themselves champagne or beer or even being able to do a little bit of mixing to make their own cocktail i I don't know how i feel about that
2: i from a cost perspective it says like you'll need one less bartender to pull it off but like the bartenders know how much alcohol to put in everything so i guess my concern Mm -hmm. would be the guest's over adding alcohol, like, you know, you, you might have so many things that you purchased and somebody's double, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're just going crazy with the alcohol. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Right. You got uncle liver damage over there.
2: And then depending on how many little, you know, dispensers that there are, I could see that being like a really big, like traffic jam kind of spot. Ooh. Yeah. So if it was like an outdoor, you know, wedding and, and people could walk around and they could freely do it. I see something like that being totally fine, but in more Mm -hmm. of like a confined space, that line, I mean, you think of when you go to a wedding and like the toasts are done and dinner's about to start and everybody runs to the bar or like during cocktail hour, when everybody before it ends is trying to get like a drink before everything begins, like that line's really long. So Mm -hmm. you really have to think about if that's if that's a smart decision to make based on your wedding, cause yeah, if your weddings super cramped and you're trying to throw it in next to like the dJ and like a photo booth, that's gonna be a nightmare. Like that's just gonna be too congested.
1: well, the other thing too, like you said, not just the bartenders know how to portion the alcohol. they also have the option to say, you know what, if somebody's getting really, really, too far gone they yes. can cut them off yeah and also with the self-serve if you've got underage people at your wedding because you might say no kids at the reception but yeah. maybe the cutoff is 16 or 17 you don't want them sneaking alcohol
2: that's what i was thinking too like the liability of the venue for the guests to be over themselves and also yeah the possibility of younger underage you know kids it's kind of mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know about that one
1: Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting idea, but I just think you leave yourself open to too many, too many pitfalls. Yeah. Yeah. Now this one was, was an interesting idea to me. The next one, the statement wedding decor. So instead of doing everything decor wise, instead of trying to have all of your, you know, table settings be in one theme and having a whole bunch of different things instead focus on one or two really big statement pieces. Like they yeah. say, hanging florals over dining tables or a neon installation. So interesting. What do you think about that?
2: I don't mind it. Um, mm-hmm. The The way that they show this photograph is it looks almost to me like an area where guests have as like a photo op because um, mm-hmm. it has all of these like paper lantern-y looking things that are all lit up and they're beautiful. And then it has these draping curtains. But to me, if you're going to do something like that, the, the florals over the dining tables make sense or mm-hmm. having something like where you're going to give your your toast like at the head table, something mm-hmm. like that to me makes sense because you're going to get more mileage out of it from a photo aspect. Yeah. But, you know, having something like that just specifically like for your guests, I don't know. It, it's, it's different. So I, I like that idea. If you're going to be doing it to just like if it's over the dining room, like tables, all of your guests are going to see that the whole night, you know, they're not just going to like walk in and be like, Oh, that's really pretty. And like take a couple of, you know, selfies and then like move on. Like they're going to mm-hmm. see that the entire time. So I, I like the idea. I just think it would need to be intentional for everything. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that reminds me of when we were talking with Kim Allen from something fabulous and she was talking about that to have that one perfect instagram place not to try and do a crazy centerpiece on every single table yes. but to to craft that one intentional perfect shot that one statement so it's it's interesting that she said very much the same thing you know focus on having one or two things that really are you and really mm-hmm. make your statement and this article even talks about having a a fireworks send off which again is is amazing and over the top, and you can kind of take it easy, like they said in the rest of the decor. If you want to have one really pow, bang, zoom thing, so that's that's a cool idea. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do too.
1: So the next one, and it's funny that we talked about navy earlier. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dressing to impress. Say so they say black is taking a backseat to blue. So, navy, teal, and cobalt jackets are trending when it comes to tuxedos and suits.
2: I think out of all of my weddings last year, only three of them had black suits. Um, really? Yes. So, definitely. And it was so nice when I saw the black suits because I was like, oh, like it's like a breath of fresh air. It's something different. I Don't get mm. me wrong. I really like the navy because I feel like it's really flattering on every skin tone. But mm. I... I like the I like the black too. Black's classic, so mm-hmm. I, I think that's what I struggle with. Is you know, are you going to hate looking back on your photos later because it was navy and it wasn't black? Like I feel like I don't know. I I, I struggle with it, I, but yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. feel like navy is totally. Tot- I haven't seen like teal. I haven't seen anything crazy. I had a I had a groom last year that had like a deep purple jacket, um, mm-hmm. but that's about as crazy as I've as I've gotten with those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't seen, uh, yeah, I haven't seen teal or anything super bright.
1: I think it's, it is very dependent on the season and yeah. the location. Like I had a few outdoor weddings in the summer and they definitely opted for like light gray tuxedos yeah, or suits.
2: Black would be um, terrible.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was, and I, I think I always think back to, I want to say it was the, the fall of 16 where it was like 90 degrees all the way through October. Yeah, I remember that and we had all these outdoor weddings in black tuxes because they thought it was going to be fall. I mean, I had one that was like October 29th and we were just mm-hmm. dying cuz it was 90 degrees still. Yeah, it was that's insane. Crazy. So yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen more of a mix, but I definitely do see the the blue and the navy being more present than the black. Mm-hmm. This next one is right up my alley. A cheese hour instead of having like dessert tables having a cheese table.
2: I'm not crazy about it um I feel like your guests expect a dessert at some point and don't get me wrong like I mean cheese is amazing but <laughs> yeah. if if I was after my meal you know like I'm expecting like something to eat and then it's like cheese I'd be like mm-hmm. oh I don't know it, it seems cheap to me I guess like mm-hmm. I I don't know. I guess if like that's like your thing, like that's really big for you. I feel mm-hmm. like you could incorporate it as the appetizer portion. Um, yeah. But, but to see it during dessert, I don't know. I, I struggle with it. And then like, are you cutting like a brie cheese to feed each Like what are you, how are you doing it? I don't know. There's so many things I just don't understand. <laughs> I just picture, picture people putting pieces of cheese in their mouths. I don't know.
1: I mean that's kind of the idea, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess this is weird. So, you
1: haven't, so this isn't something you've seen.
2: I definitely have not.
1: Okay, all right. See, I'm I'm a huge cheese fanatic, so I'm all for this. But I can oh, I can see what you're saying. Says,
2: it says end of the night nibbles. You know what? That would be really cool, like over by the bar or something. Like at the end of the night, that makes sense to me. But. During dessert time, like if I'm at a wedding, I am drinking, I am eating food and like, yeah, I want like a cupcake <laughs> or a piece of cake like that. Like I, I would just be mad if it was like, this is your dessert. Like but oh, okay. like to have it to have it for appetizers or the end of the night thing. I think that's genius. Like I think people would go nuts over
1: it at that,
2: at that time.
1: This, this next one I love. And I think this kind of goes hand in hand with the eco-friendly green trend which is the charity check. So instead of doing party favors for the guests to give all the guests a a certificate or a sign that says that in lieu of that, that the couple has made a donation to a charity that means something to them as a couple. Mm -hmm. So I love that idea because honestly, I mean, I have little rink-a-dink wedding favors from weddings 10 years ago. And it's, it's like we've talked about before. It's cute stuff that's not usable, and then you feel bad throwing it out.
2: Exactly. I, I think this is a really intentional way to thank them, and and I think a lot of people really appreciate that. So I, mm-hmm. I've seen this over the years. I feel like I get a few, probably hmm, couple weddings at least every every year that that do something similar to this, and and I think it's nice. And I never hear the guests being like, "Oh man, yeah, I didn't get my whatever." <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. My paperweight.
1: Yeah. So. My plastic keychain. Exactly. <laughs> and again, the, the things that we see as favors are either, you know, little gifty, dorky monogram things or food. And you're probably going to have enough food, you know. Yeah. The, the customized M&Ms are cute, but certainly if the couple would make a donation to something very meaningful to them, I think that 95% of guests are going to go, oh, that's so sweet. Yes. Wedding invites that are very individualized. So you're using recycled paper or soy-based inks, bold colors patterns. So basically, this is talking about not doing your same old, same old standard invites, not your cookie cutter craft store invites.
2: Yeah, they're really pretty.
1: Yeah, the pictures are really gorgeous. Uh I mean, obviously handcrafted. That one in the center has got some crazy fonts going on that would either have to be hand-lettered or something. That's bonkers.
2: Yeah, that's really crazy.
1: So just kind of thinking outside the box and going, going really different with your wedding invites, uh, is, uh, they're looking for that for, to be a trend this year.
2: Yeah, I, I don't see anything bad about that at all. You might, you might as well make them yeah. unique. The rest of your day is unique. Those might as well be unique mm-hmm. as
1: well. Absolutely. And you know, when I think back, we've whenever we get a wedding invitation that is unique or off the wall, We love getting those and it's so cool. Mm -hmm. And those will have a a spot on our fridge, you know, versus your ones that are just your standard, you know, presence, the honor of your presence is requested, blah, blah, blah. The nice scripty font on the white cardstock. Like, okay. Yeah, that's nice. But yeah, it's it's pretty,
2: but yes, if you can personalize (laughs) them and yeah, if your day's not super, super formal, why, why should your invite be too? Like that one is, Mm -hmm. is super fun that they have a picture of. So if you're, mm-hmm. if you're going for that kind of more of a, it said groovy, even if you're going for like that kind mm-hmm. of vibe, like have mm-hmm. something to match that you shouldn't have something super formal. It just doesn't make sense.
1: Right. Absolutely. So yeah, make it fit the tone of your wedding. And if you have your decor, if you have your aesthetic already in mind, make it fit that and be a great compliment to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the next one is interactive eats and that's really cool cool to me it is cool um, but
2: i'm laughing at. it says conveyor belt style appetizers. that's weird like i know mm-hmm. we're in 2020 that just seems i don't know <laughs> it's like 2050 going on here i'm like i don't know about that
1: yeah there's a lot of yeah conveyor belts and molecular gastronomy molecular yeah. gastronomy is always such an interesting idea to me but then i always i always wonder like would i want to eat fish foam You know,
2: that's what I'm thinking. Like, you're going there expecting like meat and like potatoes and like, yeah, Mm -hmm. things that they can make in mass quantities so that they can feed all these people. So for you to like wait for like foams and different things to happen, I think you everybody would get really hangry. I don't know. It's just-
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was think about that when I whenever I see those molecular gastronomy, they're like, Oh, the new thing is, you know, don't have your cocktails as a drink, vape your cocktail. I'm like, I don't want no. to vape my cocktail. Yeah. Thank you very much.
2: I just want to enjoy my beverage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If I order an old fashioned, I don't want to inhale it. No. I want to drink it.
2: Yes. Thank exactly. you.
1: <laughs> Too much too much too much Mm -mm. no i do like the idea of the fusion cuisine that's cool you know they they give examples mexican ravioli pastrami egg rolls those are neat
2: yeah i think that's really cool
1: i'm down for that all day but yeah let's leave the let's leave the the far weird high-end stuff we'll put that we'll file that away with the the mystical things with the goop stuff right
2: I think of like grandma's too. Like my my grandma mm-hmm. is not going to want to sit down and like a conveyor belt's going to like bring her like <laughs> this like weird hamburger that they have. Like she's going to be like what is this? Or like the molecular gastronomy like your older guests are going to be like I don't understand what is happening. <laughs> Make right it stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't or like kids too. Like if you are going to have kids, like I don't know. I I just feel like you have Mm -hmm. to keep your guests in mind for those things too. It might be cool. Maybe incorporate it a little bit, but like, yeah, don't go crazy with, with all that.
1: That's a really good rule of thumb. What about grandma? Just to keep that in mind (laughs) through the whole process. What about, what about grandma? What
2: about grandma?
1: I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Now this next one is pretty cool. Spray painted stems. So they're talking about how, you know, the greenery in the bouquets is still in, but using a pop of artificial color on them, yes. spray painting the greens, branches, and grasses to add unnatural colors like neon metallics to arrangements and bouquets. That sounds really cool to me. And the the picture they have is like this little bouquet, and it's got sprays of the, the greenery, but it's like, like, was that fuchsia?
2: Yeah, it's like a fuchsia. But yeah, I mean, I feel like the metallic spray painted has been around for a few years now I don't see a lot of Mm -hmm. people take advantage of it Um, but when I do Mm -hmm. it's really beautiful because they'll do like a gold or a copper you know different leaves and it's like accent pieces and it's beautiful so why not like if you have a specific color palette and that's not Mm -hmm. something found in nature like I doubt that this purple little guy like actually would ever look like that anywhere in nature so like why not incorporate that a little bit like Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really fun and it's like totally harmless like it's just it's just cool.
1: Absolutely. It is. It is very cool. And they talk about the dip dyed petals, which reminds me of Thea with Hushed Commotion that did the the tea leaf dyed flowers.
2: I think so. Yeah. I think the dip dyed petals would be really cool.
1: The, The next one, I love this one, the to the max fashion. So this is talking about taking it to the the maximum as far as the attire goes big ball gowns exaggerated sleeves lace like the the guy in the picture the groom in the picture is wearing a tux with tails so like full-on like royal wedding level shazam attire That's,
2: that's totally what i was gonna say i feel like that's resurfacing just because of the royal wedding like i feel like um i like i had a wedding in November that, that went totally like, she had like a Meghan Markle, like replica cake, like they went all out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if, if people, you know, are really obsessed with like, I don't know, just like the royal weddings and like that culture and, and everything, like, why, why not like make your wedding that amazing too. And like that, that elegant, like you do Mm -hmm. you like I feel like it's it's cool I don't get a lot of like people that yeah like they have like the tuxes with the tails and stuff I feel like that would be amazing
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely and and I personally love that too I mean one it's such a classy classic aesthetic and you don't get to see it very often and you know shabby chic or farmhouse chic is fine you know I've I've done my western weddings where I'm wearing jeans and a button-up shirt but that is just such an amazing look when you see you know someone who's in dress to the nines, a tux, you know, a groom wearing a tux with the the mirror polished shoes, Mm -hmm. cutaway tails. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Few things in this world look as classy as that.
2: It's just really timeless. Even, even the bride's dress in this photo, it's a little bit off the shoulder. It's not something like strapless or, you know, like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's big, it's poofy, you know, it, it has trends to it, but like, That's something where, yeah, you can show your kids and your grandkids Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, it might be a little outdated, but it's still, it's just got this look about it. This, yeah, this regal look about it. Mm -hmm. I I just think it's beautiful. It
1: It looks, she looks like a Disney princess. She totally does. So that's, I mean, and what, what a great aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Love it.
2: It's your wedding day too. I feel like go all out. Like you should look awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Heck yeah. Cool. So speaking of going all out, mm-hmm. the next trend is about the booze. But the trending spirits for this year, and I think I feel like gin really came on hard last year, and it's still going strong.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's not really slowing down.
1: Yeah, gin, gin is in. Uh, and they talk about how not only is it being served by itself, but also mixed in with other things in a, in a cocktail. And mezcal is trending right now. And I have to admit... I'm not sure what mezcal is. let's look it up.
2: Um, it's a distilled alcoholic beverage made from any type of agave.
1: okay, like tequila, right?
2: <laughs> Apparently it tastes it can taste a little charred or smoky, and it's it's very similar to tequila because it's distilled twice. Yeah, it seems very much like tequila then, but kind of smoky.
1: Well, okay, so as scotches to whiskey, mezcal is to tequila.
2: yeah. I You know, I could see yeah. that then because it talks about, yeah, pairing it with like sparkling water, champagne. So that would just kind of give it like a different, I don't want to say like sweet and savory, but I could see like, you know, like the bubbly and like the like champagne with that. Like I can see that. That makes sense.
1: So that'll be interesting to, uh, to have that as a nice little extra thing this year. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of extra... They're talking about the ultimate extra, the new amenity basket being the wedding bathroom basket. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, is this, is this a frequent thing in the ladies' room?
2: Yes, it is. And we, so it's been going on for quite a while, too, because we, we did this at our wedding, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it, maybe it's just not in the guys' bathroom. In the women's bathrooms, it's going to have um, makeup remover wipes. It's going to have hairspray. They have, like, spray deodorant um hmm. q-tips some of them even have like um sample like like one time like i don't know like just makeup different things um i don't know okay. tampons wh- whatever but a lot of sure. a lot of venues supply stuff like that sometimes too like i don't necessarily mm-hmm. feel like it's the the couple that's putting it in the bathroom just because it's like very standard mm-hmm. stuff and you can tell when it's like they went to Target and went and got all the key yeah. samples and, and, you know, versus like <laughs> standard just like hotel looking stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, I I see it quite a bit.
1: I feel like. OK, well, so this says to take you to the next level mm-hmm. to station tarot card readers, magicians and champagne stations just outside the restroom, which is certainly an idea. Although I feel like you have to get the right person yeah. to do that because they're going to be. Watching people come in and out of the bathroom all night. That's
2: what I'm – like, if I just want to pee, like, I like I can I can go to the bar to get champagne. I don't need to, like – like, how big is this wedding? Because if I'm going to get lost <laughs> between the bar and the bathroom and, like, need mm-hmm. another bar, I don't know. I, the tarot cards yeah. and the magicians might be cool, like, in, like, a lobby kind of situation if, like, you're just mm-hmm. – it's, like, something else to do. I could see that. But, like, yeah, I just picture, like, the venues where the bathroom's, like, right there and, like, there's just, like, a magician hanging out, like, making, like, dumb right. appear. And like, you'd be like, what are you – I'm trying to go to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here.
1: I'm glad they said a tarot card reader, tarot card reader, and not a palm reader because – Stationing a palm reader right outside the bathroom, I would just be, like, the ultimate germaphobe.
2: No. They'd have, like, a thing of, um, like, hand sanitizer. I don't even know. Yeah, that would be disgusting. Purell. Yeah. Yeah, She's like,
1: oh, you did not wash. Oh,
2: gosh. I I can see that, like, when they were talking about um, the crystals and, and like, like that kind of vibe. Like, I can picture, you know, Mm. like, the neon with the crystals with the with all of that, like it just seems like it would all fit together. So I, I can see that being yeah. a thing. But yeah, like I said, you'd you'd have to really make that intentional. So you'd have to have a space with a lot of space basically. So that you can have yeah. things like that where It's not just a bunch of stuff kind of thrown into like a small space.
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like last year, one of the trends was the experiential things at the reception, which Mm -hmm. I feel like they talked about the the magicians and stuff. So I find it really interesting that the trend from 2019 to have an experiential thing, then to the trend in 2020 is to move it to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. What a choice. What a choice. Well, Take and- your magician that you hired and move him to the john. All right.
2: I just thought about too. There's like, there's like the bathrooms where they have like the multi like layer, like you walk into the bathroom and it's like a sitting area with like mirrors and like, mm-hmm. you know, and then you actually like go like through another door to like, can you imagine? Yeah. Like being there, like listening to people, drunk people and like, <laughs> just like people going to the bathroom all night and you'd be in this like little space and like how confused would you be as a guest to like walk into like that first room and be like oh there's a magician okay i'm gonna go to the bathroom now like you'd almost feel obligated to like talk to right you know like it's it's very yeah. strange that it's right by the bathroom it's kind of funny
1: yeah yeah, like like take your awkward bathroom conversations to the next level well, by adding magic or tarot cards. Like, okay, good times.
2: I don't know about that one. I don't know. It's yeah. called cool a have. I don't know if it's called cool by the bathroom,
1: but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So so good trend. Maybe change the location. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's our rundown of your 2020 wedding trends.
2: Twins. <laughs> what Wed- twins? <Yep>.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there, there's your twins. <laughs> And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash crew or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot Wedding Wire Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages.
2: And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo.
1: If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love.
2: Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms.
1: We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback@youriducru.com. At
2: Thanks for listening and here's to love, laughter and happily ever after.
1: Cheers.
0: Cheers. I want get- again.
1: music credits are as follows, song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.